entertained? Are you not entertained? Quiet, numbskulls, I'm broadcasting. You're listening to the French Press Podcast, where we discuss events from our life. Welcome to the French Press Podcast. It is episode 433. And it's Tuesday, January 3rd, 2023. And just so you know, we tried that three times now. Before no, no, we got, no. This is the third time. This is time. the third time. It is? Yep. Yes. Oh, you're welcome. All right, we were we took a break last week because we it was between Christmas and New Year. Yeah, we're back. Yeah. Nicholas is here as well. Yep. Hi guys. Hi you Nick. Heard, you heard Jeff's voice. Hey Jeff. We've got a few promises to keep. Layton's not two here, in particular. I'm here. We have, we're going to talk about Chat GPT, which has been blowing up on the YouTube feed on it, the it interwebs. Seems every other video that is suggested is about Chat GPT. It is. It it has taken over. It's fire. Uh, the the tech media right now. Yeah, it's crazy. And, and what's really fun about tech media, tech news, <clears throat> is that it's never political. Uh, almost never political. Almost never. never. Agreed. Yeah. With you. yeah. It's uh, a lot less political. Even so, when it's about Elon Musk taking over Twitter, it's yeah. not that political. Mm. I, th- I think that's pretty political. I think so, too. It's close. That, that's more political than the typical tech news. But it's not But it's not actual politics. That's the thing. Correct. It's well, just who people like and don't like. Yeah. Yeah. So, yeah, um, it is political in a sense, but it's like at least... Fun political. Let this I, sink I, in. I agree with you. Anyway, the other the other promise was we were going to give someone a gift for our favorite comment. And for that comment, it's tough, but it needs to go because this was a comment, not a not a message. Oh. It goes to Charity Graber, who just left a comment four hours ago. Oh, and the reason she's a winner is because no one else comments. She was the only commenter. Charity who? Charity Graber. Okay. She said, I just listened to the podcast. The chocolate sounds amazing. Also, as delightful as listen, also almost as delightful as listening to the French press podcast. Wow. And then gave like a winky face with the tongue you know, sticking out. You know, even if other people had commented, I think I probably would still pick that one. That was a, that was a very nice comment. That was a kind comment, one that we definitely love. We also had a message <clears throat> sent by Catherine uh, Beachy Yoder. For some reason, <laughs> whenever I see her name, uh, it always, because there's two last names, it always thinks like Catherine Zeta-Jones. For, for some reason, whenever I look at it, that's why I read Catherine, and then the next two words I'm expecting to be Zeta Jones. <laughs> but instead, it's, it's Beachy Yoder, which is totally fine. Uh, and it's a great comment. It's obviously not that fine to you. Do you want to read it, Jeff? No. Okay. <laughs> so if you do, don't recall, we were talking about the book that Catherine wrote and, and how she is related or how she is not related to, to us. And so here's, uh, here's her comment. Okay. I will explain the connection. Buckle up for a complicated round of the Mennonite game. By the way, Catherine Beachy Yoder is Mr. Dave's mom. If you don't, yeah, you, you did clear, yeah. If you don't recall that, the listeners didn't know that. Well, you, we didn't know it either. Last we time we talked about it, I honestly didn't even know what her name was because we at school. She came into school and substituted for Mr. Dave a couple times, but I just knew her as like Miss Yoder. Oh, yeah. And so I never knew what her real you never I, knew. Yeah, yeah, until today. Or, well, it was last week, but... I never had her as a substitute. All right, I'm continuing reading yeah. here. Thanks. Don't feel like... <laughs> Maybe once. <laughs> 
This is just funny that Leighton's now the one that actually wants to keep the ball moving forward. Uh, all right. Don't feel like you have to share all of this on the podcast. Well, we're going to. Oh, you're sharing it all. Ruben Leighton and Nicholas's grandma, Barbara, is a first cousin to my dad, Marvin Beachy. Their mom's Susie. No, say, say that again. Say that again. Leighton, or uh, Jeff, pay attention. <laughs> Ruben Leighton and Nicholas's grandma, Barbara. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Eli, the wife of Eli, is my first cousin, is is a first cousin to my dad, ah. Marvin Beachy. Their moms, Susie and Sarah, were sisters. Okay. Sarah was married to Noah Beachy. So Noah is your great, great uncle by marriage, and I am your second cousin once removed. I never could <laughs> understand the once removed part, and we don't have to talk about it on today's episode. Do you still not understand it? No. Okay, it just means, I don't want to hear it about it. It just means I, the child of your second cousin yeah. or the parent of your second cousin. You you missed by a generation. Yeah. Yeah. Like like you're one you're a generation off. Your our mother is second cousins. Or no, our father is second cousins to her. But you yeah. are not a second cousin to her. You're once removed. Ruben, okay. You're, okay. You're, okay. You are, it makes sense now. I get it now. You are now. first cousins once removed to Leo. To yeah. Layton's Layton's son Leo. And then because you I'm the be... father of no, because ne- Layton is the, the father. Layton, as your first cousin, is yeah. the father of Leo. I know it's once. No, he removed. is also a, a uncle. Oh yeah, you're an uncle too. He's uncle once removed too. Okay, this minute no, not, game. not once removed. <laughs> he is just an uncle. He's an uncle in law. All right, let's just get uh, through. Let's get through this. <laughs> and it's all legal in the state of Indiana, <laughs> but not, only but not Alabama. I'm just I can't confirm that. All right. Here we go. In a funny <sighs> twist of genetics, I am also related to Jeff on my mom's side. Oh. His grandma, Elva Dean Miller, was my mom's brother. <laughs> Therefore, I am a first cousin once removed to Jeff. I just think it's interesting that Mr. Dave and I are related to all of you. As far as my book, Jeff had a pretty good guess about the title. Noah and Sarah lost a number of babies due to congenital heart issues, but Sarah's faith carried her through, and I thought the story had to be told. My or We self-published the book in 1990, but then in 2016, TGS had us revise it and republish it. I suspect all of your grandmothers own a copy, and then she sent a link to it. You can buy it on Amazon, Whoa. and it's called uh, Hold Them Near. The and my, book, my guess was that it was a morbid uh, about children who died. That was yeah, my guess. Yeah. Um, the book also includes the story of the tragic death of Simon Slaybaugh, your great grandfather. Isn't that weird? It's just on you, Jeff, or to us. <laughs> Simon Slaybaugh. I'm guessing us. I don't know the title. Aren't we related to Slaybaugh's? I don't know my great grandfather's names. I don't either, which seems strange. No, wasn't wasn't Barbara a Slaybaugh? Or a grandma? Yeah. So yeah. probably our grandma. Probably. Yeah. Uh, and it, okay, so this is the, the final part of the comment. The title comes from the Gaither song, Hold Them Near While They're Here and Don't Wait for Tomorrow, to look back and wish for today. Hopefully this answers your questions. Yeah. Mm. Yes, that makes a lot of sense. <clears throat> if you can navigate, if you can write a paragraph explaining the Mennonite game, then you must be a fairly decent writer, mm-hmm. I would guess. Yeah. yeah. So. Buy your book. It has. It looks like it has five stars. Huh. That's wow. on the... On the screen, like on you know how they, they did an embed image. There's more more stars in the iPhone. <laughs> okay, that was... more more comments in the French Press podcast. That's true. Uh, Five times. The, speaking of comments, uh, 
Charity, we need your address. Send it to us via private message. Yes. And then we'll put it on the podcast. Yeah, we'll read it we'll out We'll read it out podcast. live. Yeah. That everyone knows where you live. We have one, one right. uh, pack we have of got headed your way. 13 minutes to talk about <clears throat> the efficacy of chat at GPT. Efficacy? Efficacy or no. both? Efficacy? Well, both. it's true. Both, are, both apply. Both apply. Once removed. Oh, I can't do this. Um, so why don't we? ChatGPT is a AI. No, to, what is it? It is an AI-driven um, response engine, commenting engine, so answering engine. OpenAI is a company that has an artificial intelligence model, hence the name OpenAI, and they have. Um, there, I think their artificial intelligence, and I can, I'm, I'm probably screwing this up, but I think that it's called GPT. All right. And it's used to, uh, do different things, computer generated, right? So they released this back, um, I don't know, it's the summer of this past year, um, as doll E or Dal E, whatever you would say it. Mm. And it was a service that generated images for you. And you would just type in a f- sentence and it will give you an image that fulfills the requirements of that sentence. So you could say, <clears throat> I want a picture of a man eating ice cream on a subway. And it would give you a picture of a man eating in, ice cream on a subway. In the style of Vincent van Gogh. Yes. And it would do that too. Crazy. It was insane. All and right. people were like, hold it, this is cool. Then they released ChatGPT, which is a chatbot powered by the same AI. And that's what we are talking about today. And so basically, you go to this website, and you can type in questions, and it will respond with answers. In some ways, it's kind of like going to Google. Sometimes you Google a question, and Google gives like a a result that has your answer kind of highlighted. Yeah. Except this is as if it's more, it feels like someone's writing back to you. Yes. And it like it it like types it out as it's going along, and yeah. I don't know if you noticed, but during the day when more people are on it, it's actually slower. Okay. At typing back to you, which is when of the day, like now. But oh. like if you wait till like midnight, it'll be way faster. Okay. And oh, interesting. I think it has to do with how many people are. So on. we don't <clears> have we don't have enough time to really deep dive deep into this. Why, why don't we give? Why don't we talk about some of the uses that we have have used this for and have found value from in the next week? Um, we'll we'll go more into some of the the the, the deeper things of it because we're not going to yeah. be able to hit everything today. Yeah, I, I don't know. I don't even know. Like, I brought up the subject. I don't even know that it's it's necessary to go through all the aspects of it either. I just wanted to to discuss because Ruben and I were kind of going back and forth on our chat uh, on our on our our group chat for the podcast here about uh, how useful it is and how. Uh, how it'll impact society and whether it's a good or a bad thing. And that's kind of more the angle that I wanted to talk about it, but we can, we can talk about whatever about it. But anyways, so the, the real dilemma comes in, in that um, chat GPT is, is super smart. I think last time we had it create a poem for us and we read that on air. Um, and it's just, I don't know. It, it, I think that it's going to change a lot. I think that this whole thing is going to change a lot about how how we work and how we um, 
go about our jobs, specifically technical jobs like uh, accounting and um, writing articles and uh, writing software and stuff like that. I disagree with you a little bit. I do agree with you that it will probably Ooh. it will probably change things, but I think where it fails is where it takes judgment and discernment. Where it excels at is where there is clearly a right or wrong answer. Yes, that it excels at that. I agree, mm-hmm. and but that's not even then. What do you mean? Well, the, because Layton has a point because of the bias. Well, there is a bias. There for sure is a bias. Yeah, mm-hmm. it's it's really good at at logical stuff, like you said, Ruben. Where, where something is, it, there's like a right way to do something. Um, I'm thinking, like, I've already used it at work with programming because you can actually get it to write code for you. And it's it's fast because, so I've been writing software for two and a half years now, full time. And and I'm not, I'm not the best programmer out there by far, by a long shot. I don't write it all day either. So I'm not like super proficient at typing, but... If you give me a, a relatively simple problem, I will figure it out within 15 or 20 minutes. If you tell the same problem to ChatGPT, it will write it out in 30 seconds, and it's right. It's the exact code that you want. And I think it com- when, when it comes down to simple tasks like that, um, especially when it's not new tech, uh, it's going to be able to take over some of that. Um, GitHub already has like a code completion AI called GitHub Copilot. And it's, I've tried it out a little bit. It's cool, but it's nowhere near as advanced as ChatGPT is. Wow. <clears throat> so what were you saying, Leighton, where it's not even always right, even on when there is a right or wrong answer? Well, uh, if you ask, can a man be a female? And, and you're typing this in live, right? Mm-hmm. <clears throat> is it still thinking? It's typing out. Oh. It is possible for a person to identify as a gender other than the one they were assigned at birth. However, uh, for example, a person who was assigned male at birth may identify as female, or a person who was assigned female at birth may identify as male. Some people may also identify as non-binary, which means they do not identify as exclusively male or female. It is important to respect an individual's gender identity and to use the pronouns and terms they prefer. Right. <clears throat> and I think chat, chat, BT, chat GPT is specifically programmed to provide, like, uh, <clears throat> non-biased answers. Like, I wouldn't, let, I wouldn't call me, that a biased answer. You'd say that is what society just says in general? Yeah. I asked ChatGPT, I asked, is OpenAI, which is the thing behind yeah. it, is OpenAI biased? And this, this is what it said. As a large language model, I do not have personal beliefs or biases. I am trained on diverse set of texts and designed to provide accurate, neutral information to the best of my ability. However, it is important to recognize that the data used to train me may contain biases as mm-hmm. reflects the language and perspectives of the people who wrote it. Yeah. It is also possible that my responses may be influenced <clears throat> by the way I was programmed. Or the algorithms used to create me, mm-hmm. and since they're using those language models, I, I, my guess is that the a large percentage—I wouldn't say the majority, but a large percentage of the of the works written about gender and gender identity are 
leaning towards the bias of yes, you can for sure identify as somebody else. Mm-hmm. Um, <clears throat> did you want to go more into that? Because I, I had one. Did you want to say more about it, its bias or what? Yeah, what? Um, I no no not about its bias, but I I do think I I do have a statement <clears throat> about why. I'm not totally worried about it, like just taking over the world. Yeah, do tell us. So I, I did something really, really interesting. I was preparing for a sermon on wisdom last month, and so I asked it to write a sermon on wisdom, and it actually gave a pretty good opening. Mm-hmm. Like it, it was it, it. I I would I could have read it verbatim and no one would have thought it was written by AI. Everyone would have, everyone at my church would have thought, Hey, yeah, this is, this is Mm -hmm. totally practical. And you wouldn't have felt that it was religiously or, or uh, denominationally biased either. Right? No, it wasn't. Uh, And it it brought out some really good, um, a couple of scriptures. In fact, it mentioned a scripture that I hadn't thought about. And then I used that in my sermon. Wow. <laughs> and so it's it's it is a really good you could probably ask it things like what are some bible verses pertaining to wisdom or what are some yeah. bible verses pertaining to finances or or uh loving your enemy or yeah, I don't know, uh jealousy mm-hmm. or gluttony. And it would actually it would probably give you some like a, a really good yeah. list. So it's really really great for like data uh-huh. searching yeah. things. Um, but so then, then it, it made me think like, man, could, can people just use this thing to just preach sermons? You know, it, it made me think about that. And like our, 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 our pastor is going to be replaced by this uh-huh. thing. <laughs> and I realized then that, I mean, if people are okay with just general sermons, like really, really uh, vague, low key, like vague, vague, and relatively shallow, shallow, yeah. I mean, not necessarily just, shallow, just, but just gen, like just generalized, not a, very not, general, not a not not a lot of depth. Correct, correct. Um, then yeah, this probably could take the place. But what it won't take the place or what – and and this is kind of why I think that it's not – why it's not healthy for a person to even rely on like a, a radio pastor, like rely on just that to feed mm-hmm. you is there's something different when you're hearing a message from someone – that mm-hmm. knows your specific situation, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. like the the or 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 what you as a church are yeah. going through. It's contextualized for sure. That's way more powerful than anything that an AI can crank out. Yeah, because I mean the AI doesn't know you. The AI doesn't doesn't know that. Oh, you know, you, someone just recently died in your congregation, or, right? Or that there was just recently, you know, there's a, a, some marriages that are struggling, or mm-hmm. I don't know, whatever. An AI doesn't know that, and I think that makes a really, really big difference. Yeah. So you, you, you're you pointing out a very 
a big thing. Like, it's very obvious how AI can't overcome that. But even on a less serious thing with, with like, writing a, an essay mm-hmm. or writing an advertisement, it also it, – it tends to just be very generalized. Yeah. And not specific. <clears throat> mm-hmm. and, and you want to be specific – for most things, most of the time, yeah, and I think I think one reason it is just so general is because it's taking so much information and just trying to like what is generally yeah. the right thing to say or the best answer. Right, right. I this is it's really interesting because you can actually ask ChatGPT to make uh, like write book reports for you or essays or um, <clears throat> and there's a lot of people out there speculating that that essays. And book reports are going to become a thing of the past, or that people will abuse this mm-hmm. um, in the school systems. Oh, for sure. And I, I think that's true. I think oh, they will. Oh, yeah, hundred percent. But um, something to remember is it's only to the students' detriment exactly that they're doing that. And uh, I, I, I actually asked ChatGPT. ChatGPT. I actually asked, how can I tell if a, an essay has been written by AI? Or by an actual student. You asked ChatGPT. Yes. Chat, yes. <laughs> they need Great. a better. They need a better name for it. Um, anyways, and, and it said it said there is no way to tell except for look for. It said look for um, misspelled words. No, there would be no misspellings in the real one. In the real one. In the real one. <laughs> in the real one. Yeah. Yeah. So, but but they said, uh, well, if somebody types up a paper, they're not going to actually be misspellings. Right. Look for. Uh, like a lot of simple words and terminology being used. The AI will almost never use complex terminology to describe us a, a topic. And so if your student is using big words in, in their reports, that it's probably genuine. Uh, it's probably yeah. not generated by AI. <clears throat> yeah. But I can say uh, for, from experience that I didn't use big words either. <laughs> I did my. I used the smallest words AI. possible. Yeah, and I didn't have AI, or I didn't even know AI back in the day. Maybe they had it, but it wasn't. No, I this don't good. think they did. At least not like this. Yeah. So I, I agree with you too, Jeff. The more, the more that people use it to to do their work in, in a set in places where it does take creativity, mm-hmm. then I think it's just more of an opportunity for people who do put in the work yeah. to actually separate themselves mm-hmm. from from the others. Mm. But I yeah. do agree. Like it's, it is great for writing code. Uh, I've used it a little bit with writing some custom CSS mm-hmm. and it is really helpful because some, there's some layouts that I'm not off the top of my head. I don't know how to write. Right. And it's just, it's great at doing it. It's that. a great resource for that. Um, I, I asked it, here's a, here's another great example, use case of it. I asked, what does first cousin once removed mean? <clears throat> and then it goes on and explains a first cousin once removed, da da da, da it explains the whole thing, and then it drew a family tree for me, which no. I thought was kind of cool. Wow. It drew a family tree? Yes. With your name in it. No, it just uh, has Mary, John, Jane, Bill, and Sue. Well. Oh. It drew a family tree with text. Yeah. I didn't even it know did, it was it's like It's like kind of text art or whatever. What in the world? It's super interesting. That, that is really is. cool. That is actually kind of neat. In, in yeah. a lot of ways, I do think that this chat GPT is going to replace Google. <coughs> um, because sometimes you just want a simple answer. Or even yeah. just imagine, imagine um, I guess this kind of does happen, like asking like, what, what, 
what's the weather going to be tomorrow? But imagine like, what was the imagine asking what was the average score of the winning team mm-hmm. in the last three college football playoffs? Yeah, yeah. Google can't give that to you. Yeah, unless someone has written an article that says that. ChatGPT probably can. It could. Oh. It could, except that I don't um, think it can. It says specifically that it, it doesn't up. have much knowledge of the world before 2021. That's yeah. meaning I, that it hasn't been trained. However, I think that could quickly change as they scale it up. Um, could be trained, but to your point, Ruben, that ChatGPT will replace Google. I don't think it will. And I because say replace, I say replace, uh, Google will have to adapt. I know what you're be- saying. I know what you're saying, but I don't think it will replace it because Google has actually announced that they have technology similar to or better than ChatGPT. Lies. And they simply yeah. they choose not to release it to the general public because. Google the world would implode. Is, is such a big company, and so many people rely on it for information. And because of these these biases and these in, like incorrect answers that are possible with ChatGPT, letting you know about this, mm-hmm. then uh, because AI isn't always right, then That's it right. would damage say, Google's say, reputation. Say that again. Because the, because I gotta go. All right. Because All right. ChatGPT is not always right. Doesn't always give the right show, answer. Show them the thing, Jeff. Then when, if Google were to release their version to I the public. I give the coffee a four star. Four star. All right, I'll write that down. Um, it would damage Google's reputation if their, if their AI gave out a bunch of bad answers. Chat GPT is like, everybody knows that, well, it might screw up. It says, right, every time you chat with it, it says, yeah. hey, could it give bad information? You know, But if Google were to do that, then people would stop trusting Google so much. I already don't trust Google. <laughs> Literally, well, agreed, I don't. Agreed, but they, it is not uncommon to have a little um, preface that, hey, the answer you're getting might not be accurate. Or this yes. Is, or but like, you don't so, want that in a, you don't want that in a search result. But you do, Jeff, you uh, kind of, do, you do get that a lot anyway. Yeah, you do. But you, like, if you were, if you were chatting with Siri... Like, you wouldn't want Siri to just, like, give you bad information. Here's an example. Um, uh, and this is a flaw that somebody discovered in ChatGPT, actually. Um, when I was four years old, my sister was twice my age. Period. I am 35 now. How old is my sister? All right. And I'm going to send it. And now it says, if your sister... If your sister was twice your age when you were four years old and you, okay, so that would be eight, right? Mm -hmm. So that means that she's four years older than you Mm -hmm. and you are 35 years old now, then your sister is 35 times two minus four equals 66 years old. Mm, Interesting. What? So it like, it like messes up on that question. Yeah. And it's that kind of stuff that, that Google doesn't want on its reputation, I think. Yeah, but if you a lot of people don't understand that too. If you go on Facebook and you put that out there, people will say sixty six. Comment that, and you think to yourself the worst, that is what the world's going. The thing to. that ticks me off the most about those is the when you, when they have those math questions, and if you follow order of operations, you get a specific answer, and the actual real answer is not. <laughs> like they always say the answer is no, it's actually this. And it's because they're like totally doing the math wrong. That just like, 
uh, annoys the tar. I mean, the original too. poster is saying that the original the poster is wrong. It gives the wrong or answer. It's providing the wrong answer. Yes. Okay. That is frustrating. Yeah, that is. But that is where that, that chat AI, yeah. whatever it is, doesn't understand how to do that. It, I, I don't think it understands, um, what do you call them? Math problems? Story questions. Story questions, very well. Oh. It is, yeah. It probably just doesn't understand what's related to what and how to do yeah. that. Yeah. All right. Well, so, Jeff, anyways. Uh, the coffee we are sampling today is thanks to sister-in-law Jen. Thanks, Jen. Thanks, Jen. Thanks. It's good coffee. It is good coffee. Layton gives it a four. I drank most of it before I was really, really contemplating. I think I'll give it a five. You know, I, honestly, it's really good. Whoa, 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 Jeff. Easy I there. Need to, I need to sip a little bit you more. You know, I think it'd be better if it wouldn't be in a French press. Well, that's what we always and say. And so I'm putting it... Ah, man. I think it's I pretty know. good for a French press. I drink this I drink this coffee every day. It's good. I wish it would be a little bit stronger. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's almost watered down. Um, so I'm going to give it a four, but it is it, it is very, very close to a five for me. Man. Yeah. Ruben gives it a four. I don't know Blake what to do. Gives it a four. It is good. It is no like bitter after. There's at nothing all. No, to it. No bitterness. Yeah. If anything, I could, I could, I would like it a little bit darker roasted. Me too. Yeah. You but, know what? But, I'm going to give it a five. It's good. It's it's, it's really good. good. I agree. All right. What did you give it, Jeff? So I gave it a five. So that gives it a four point five. All right. So that's that's up there. And this is the uh, Clemson. Okay. I, so I can't tell if this is Go Tigers Costa Rica. No. Or if it's that just Costa just, Rica. Uh, Jen is a Clemson football she just fan, wrote Go so she wrote "Go Tigers" on the bag. Okay, which oh, thing. sadly they ended up losing a few days ago. So this yeah. is the Costa Rica coffee from uh, All In Coffee Shop in yeah. Georgia or wherever Clemson is. I don't, don't want to South Carolina. Clemson, South Carolina. That's I right. don't want to bring mm-hmm. up a bunch of like different politics and whatnot. But did you see how many? And this is kind of a depressing topic, but how many people died this last weekend? Ken Block. I don't know the Pope. who that is. Ken Block died? Ken Block. He's a famous ask, race car driver. Let me ask Chat GPT. Um, he passed away in a snowmobile accident. A snowmobile accident. Snowmobile All things. accident. You'd think he would die driving his Ford around. Yeah, you'd think. Well, anyway. he did, and Ford doesn't want anybody to know. Oh. Maybe that is true. No, it's actually, it, was, it, was, it was snowmobile. The Pope passed away, and someone else passed away this last weekend. Well, Jeremy Renner got run over by a his snowblower. Snowblower or snowplow? But he didn't die. No, no. He, he, no he, a plow. He, did you – he might have to get – this is what I heard. I don't know if this is true or not, but he might have to get his, like, one of his, like, limbs amputated. Wow. <laughs> wow. And that's what they said online, so I don't know how true it is. Don't quote me on that, but so – We'll have an update yeah. next week. He, they, he did surgery. It was weird. I read it, and he said it was in critical condition, but he's stable. Do you know what that means? It means he's not going to die. I think it's really severe, but he's, he's... Like, he's going to lose a leg, but he's not dying. Is that how it is? Yeah. Like, I've never like heard he's in critical condition, condition and, and yet he's stable. He's not dying. But he's in bad shape. He's in really bad shape. Wow. I don't know. I don't know. I've never heard that. Have like you heard you that before? if you had an arrow though? through your head, That's... but you didn't die, no. you would be in critical condition, but you're not. But you're stable? No, 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 no. I don't know if I'd call that that stable. that is not stable. That is close <laughs> uh, to, to death. I think that I, it, it's really it's really sad. But I, I think that it would have been, man. I don't know. I think that they should play this up somehow. That they should um, the next movie that he's in, 
they should like have him in an accident. Oh, that's that he loses his limb. The whichever one gets chopped off now, if but they should does. like AI in like 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 use um. Uh, so how's CGI DNA? to put his leg in before, and then for the all the rest of the movies that he's in, they can like explain why well, he lost his leg, you know, by, because because yeah, but, uh, uh, one of his arrow bombs blew up and his leg flew off. Well, I, if it's something. his arm, though, I don't think he'll be in any movies because he is his main character in Marvel movie is Hawkeye, and he's like that. They could make bow. him shoot an arrow with, his foot. with a robot arm. Okay, you know what I. This if it's his left arm, he could like the. It could just be like fixed, like out the front, and he could just. It would just be fine. It's oh, it's, his arm is a bow. Oh, his arm is. Oh, that's oh, even better, that yeah. would be so cool. That'd actually. be pretty cool. Maybe actually, do you think they could make one for me? Or my arm is a bow, and I had a yeah, better but accuracy? you still would it miss. Shoots out. Yeah, I died. Still miss. You're right. You do. You wouldn't remember which pin is which. Yeah, I still would get under that. That. Buck fever. You know what though? It, it, if it would hold like six arrows, arrows in it, just like two, two, two. You might, yeah, you might wow. be all right. I might have better. So chance. this is according to this one article. <clears throat> Renner had been assisting a stranded motorist at the time of the accident. So it says he was helping, and then it says that was he it was a, helping clear oh, a driver's a neighbor's driveway. Oh, was it a snowplow? See, I thought it was his own snow plow. It is. I thought it was his own plow, like thought, like a tractor plow. I thought it was. I thought it was a. But I don't. I didn't. I read thought it articles. was a, I just heard a about it snow blower, and he got his foot or his hand caught in the like the blower where they like, you know where it spins. You know, he got caught in there and like ripped off an arm or a leg. That's what I thought it was. Snow speculation is definitely the way to go. Blunt chest drama. Yeah, we'll, mm. I'm sure we'll find out more yeah. in the next few days. Anyway, yeah. was there anything else before we wrap up today's episode? I don't know. I guess since Slayton had to leave, uh, what maybe we'll go around the circle and just say what is the point? Jeff, point you, is, you can start and I'll... Uh, chat GPT is cool, but it's not going to take over the world. My point is... Is her name Jen that gave us coffee? Yeah. My point is... Jen can give good coffee. <laughs> <laughs> and uh. Mine, uh, my point is that Catherine Beachy Yoder can write a good Mennonite game story. Oh. And what's our word of the week? Anyone can take it. Chat GPT. Chat GPT.